We are so very honored and uh, excited about our next guest. I, I when I talked to, to Terry, uh, I think it was uh, this morning. I said, "Yeah, I don't know if you heard my show, but I, I mentioned the other day when you went into the, we first reported that you were going into the College Football Hall of Fame." Yeah, you know, I'd watched him in high school because I had come up here from Dallas. My 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 aunt worked at the university, and I was an OSU guy. This is where I wanted to go, and uh, she would send me clippings every week from the Oklahoma and the World and the Stillwater News Press. And a lot of those pictures were 43 running all over people in the big Big A conference. And so I had them in my room. And then I come on on a recruiting trip, and we're walking into the basketball game. And my host says, hey, there's Terry Miller. You want to meet him? I'm like, <laughs> it was it was one of those moments. You meet somebody that is bigger than life to you. And since then, I've had the pleasure of getting to know Terry. I see him sometimes downtown getting coffee and and uh you know now i don't i don't start stuttering whenever i run into him but congratulations my man uh y- you know you're one of the all-time greats we all that were around and saw it knew it and your teammates knew it and uh this is a deserving honor mr hall of famer well you're not too speechless today <laughs> you've got that uh, <laughs> no. all that experience behind you over the years but we sure appreciate it. Well, I, I tell you, I, what was it like? Because I read the story Eli Letterman wrote in the uh, in the world where you, you you had a delivery on the porch and you look at it and thought it was something like I do when I go out to the porch. Oh, here's something for my wife, you know, because I don't exactly. ever order anything. <laughs> and when you yeah. open it up, wow, huh? Well, I thought perhaps, you know, since it was so close to my birthday, that maybe she was had ordered something online for me or or it was a package for someone else. Well, yeah, I really didn't pay that much attention, and I opened it up, and, uh, you know, the label uh, didn't necessarily say it was from the College Hall of Fame. It was just, you know, it was something you wouldn't pay much attention to. So when I opened up the package and uh, the... The information was in there and the ball and what have you. Uh, you know, it was kind of a wow moment. And um, so, you know, it's a, uh, actually it was a week ago today that that happened, but uh, per the, the letter and the information they had requested that we not really notify anybody until they had an opportunity to release it uh, this past Monday. And uh, so, you know, we kind of honored that. But we, you know, we always tell some friends or and call folks. But uh, by Thursday night, I think, or early Thursday morning, I was already getting congrats. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> you know, where'd you get some information from? Well, I, I, a fellow OSU grad, Brett McMurphy, uh, actually broke it last week. I think he has his connections with the the National Football Foundation. I actually, I knew you were on the uh, being considered because I I vote. I they they send you a massive ballot with like you know eighty players on it, and you've got to pick so many. 
obviously I'm always going to, you know, and I'm happy for Leslie O'Neill who's in and you're familiar with Leslie. And yeah. and here's the thing. I said this earlier today, Terry. I, I think, you know, Oklahoma State was, was not, and, and even to this point is not considered a blue blood. I think Mike Gundy with his teams now is is trying to press for that a little bit. But I thought Oklahoma State learned some lessons about how to promote an outstanding player when you were here. And those probably benefited Thurman and especially Barry, who ended up winning the Heisman. Um, I think you you probably helped that process a little bit because Oklahoma State had been through having a, a great running back. Well, I, I think some of the things that perhaps they tried to put in place during that era was um, you know, obviously there wasn't as, a, as many different media outlets that there are now. And, uh, you know, basically we were struggling in the state of Oklahoma to get any recognition. So, you know, that translates into outside of the state. And, uh, you know, as more news outlets opened over the years, then we've been able to, um, you know, get some respect, I guess would be the way I put it. And, you know, now with um, what's been going on the last few years, not only do we get respect, I hear people talking about Oklahoma State when I'm not in state. And, uh, you know, so it makes you, um, you know, extra proud that, hey, we're getting some recognition and it's well-deserved. I mean, you you know, you pretty much got to earn everything you get in life. And I think over the last several years, we've began to get that respect. But I think back, um, you know, with the emergence of some television networks back in the, you know, back in Thurman and, and Barry's days also helped them. And, um, um, you know, and it's proof positive that we're doing we, we're doing better in uh, getting those things across to the outside world. Now, for those that didn't get to see Terry that often, I, I was fortunate I got to come up and saw some games. When I wasn't here, I would I would uh, put my ear to the radio and listen to Bob Barry uh, and Jack Ogle call those games on, on radio. And like I said, my aunt sent me the clippings. Wow. I mean, people who didn't get to see you play, you you had the moves, you had the track speed. But here's the thing I remember about number 43. You ran people over. In fact, there were times you lined up as a fullback. And, and Tom and I were talking the other day. I remember you played with a broken bone in your leg for a while. And, and you know, nobody the wiser because you were still doing those those amazing things you did with the football in your hand. But those were tough days. You had to be a tough man, uh, really, to play to play the sport back then. I'm not trying to run down players today, but you didn't have targeting penalties. You didn't have the emphasis as much on safety. No one cared about concussions. Those were tough <laughs> days, Mr. Miller, where you you ran across the Big Twelve or Big Eight, and right. and and left a lot of guys a lot of guys in your wake. Hey, well, you know the. You know, I think the coach told us one time that if you got an injury and you can walk, tape an aspirin to it. You know, that was kind of the mentality is that if you could walk and and get around, you can get on the field. And and so I, I think the real thing is we were, 
we played at a time when rushing the football was priority. We didn't worry about seven or eight in the box. It was actually 22 in the box. There was not really a passing game. You know, they were they were frightened about spreading people out. And then gradually you get the wishbone and you get the, the veer offenses. But the big thing about it is the the guys that played, uh, you know, they do. In order for me to be talking to you today, someone else had to do their job. And those in in those areas, that was the offensive line, defensive. You know, you have to have three phases of the game in order to be effective. And I think that during that time, we did things pretty well for a couple of years, and then. Of course, you get graduation attrition and different things like that. You know, a couple of things that I was dying to ask you, and again, you had so many great games. I mean, a lot of people remember the long run in Bedlam against Oklahoma on the, in that 76 game when the, the Cowboys won down in Norman, and I thought Coach Stanley and the offense had a great, great strategy in that game. They they uh, they started a, a quarterback, uh, you know, in Harold Bailey that kind of was a runner, and you were able to do some things. Came back in the second half with Charlie at quarterback and and uh, threw the ball around a little bit and big kind of a change up on the OU defense. But uh, you had great games against every team, and and talk a little bit about and I love the fact the first thing you did or the first comment I saw from you on this Hall of Fame business was, hey, I share this with all my teammates. I'm not there without them. You just mentioned the offensive line, and I know a lot of those guys that were on that offensive line that, that blocked for you, um, you know, and your teammates. And uh, I, I know those are generally the fondest memories, aren't necessarily the 200, 100-yard games, four touchdowns in a game. The, the great memories of playing this sport are the guys you played it with, right? Well, exactly. And, you know, it's not only the games, it's practice. It's watching film. It's it's living in the same dorm. You know, they, they, back then, you unless you were married, you lived in the dorm with all the different athletic programs. And um, so you build this bond with the, with your fellow teammates, it doesn't matter whether it's a walk on, whether it's a high re- recruit or whatever. Um, you know, that's what I respect is those guys that practice hard, uh, gave us the picture of what the other the opponents were going to do and what have you. They made each and one of us better by giving us the picture, if you will, of what we can anticipate during game time. And so, yes, those guys were very much a part of being selected to the Hall of Fame. It's not, it's not about I, because I don't believe I'd have gained many yards if I didn't have 10 other guys doing their job. No doubt. And, and you know, uh, coaches, I mean, obviously oh, Coach Stanley, you know, uh, passed a – a few years back but a lot of the coaches that were around back then we we don't have them anymore but i know that those those were 
um, you know, those those relationships with those coaches were special. Well, I tell you what, I I did have an opportunity to talk to Coach Boyce, uh, Don Boyce, who recruited me to come to Oklahoma State uh, last week. I let him know, um, you know, what was going on. And, heck, I think Coach is around 80-ish or a little better. And um, he lost his wife here a couple of years ago, unfortunately. But... Um, you know, I just wanted to thank him. Uh, he was the reason that I ended up coming to Oklahoma State. Uh, he spent a lot of time in Colorado Springs, uh, following me around to make sure that I was coming to Oklahoma State. And uh, so he got to be a friend over the years. And, um, you know, I just wanted to thank him and the opportunity. And there, there's some others that I'm trying to locate. And um, but as far as I'm concerned, those guys that that uh, were on those teams, be it what it may, they are responsible for this award, you know, be it coaches, be it players and, you know, just the, the OSU family in general. Terry Miller and and uh, you know I don't have to tell uh, folks that are that are my age and and been Oklahoma <laughs> State uh, fans and known the program that long. Hey, by the way, I did need to throw this out on the, the dorm. A lot of walk-ons ended up on the wrestling floor. That was kind of like that's kind of like you know I'm like wow that wrestling floor you probably remember and I but Terry that wrestling floor was a little bit different than the others. <laughs> I tried not to remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a little yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know, the, the wrestlers were different. We'll say that for sure. Yes. But they were good. That's for sure too. <clears throat> no, they, they, no, they, they were good. Still they, putting they, out a good product over there. Coach Smith has got them going in the right direction. That's for sure. No. No, they they and and the wrestlers now are a little more squared away than they were, they were back then. Back then it was, yeah. Hey, if you wanted to study, you didn't want to be on that floor. You weren't going to get much quiet time on the wrestling floor. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Do do you do, with all the games you had? And again, Terry went on to play in the National Football League. He he actually won a championship in the USFL with Coach Stanley. Reunited there with the Michigan Panthers. But of all the games at Oklahoma State, now you were in the Fiesta Bowl against BYU, uh, hammered BYU in what's now the Citrus Bowl and the Tangerine Bowl in that '76 season. Are there? Yeah, and the the OU game we mentioned. Do you have games that stick out or not? Well, a, a couple of those games that you mentioned, obviously the 76 um, victory over Oklahoma. Um, I think it probably was 76 as well. Uh, the comeback to beat Missouri. Uh, the other game that sticks in my mind is not a good memory is the Colorado game in 76 at Louisville. Um, you know, yeah. we lost a, I, I'll say, controversial game um, to Colorado. 
my my regret with that is growing up in Colorado and and uh, you know when I was up there for for their sports hall of fame and I told them the only regret I appreciate you guys putting me in the hall but I don't I really never beat CU so I'm a little bit dismayed by that and um, we had opportunities but again uh, those are some of the ones that stick out in my mind um, as far as you know going back. Well, I'm gonna finish with finish with this question because okay. it, it it's uh, it's it's different. And and here's the other thing too: you you competed, even though it wasn't on the field, but you competed for honors. You were in the Heisman race twice, the runner-up in in '77. And it, to to again, Earl Campbell. I mean, I, I said this earlier today: if Earl Campbell hadn't been in that same era. You can make a case that Terry Miller might have won two Heisman trophies and certainly would have won one. And and Earl Campbell is definitely recognized as one of the greats. I know you've had a chance to, to be around him and um, you know, but that that's you know, that that's that's pretty cool that that uh, you went even though not on the field, but in your career went toe to toe. And and you and Earl were kind of rivals as far as running backs in college football in those days. Well, if you think about it, Oklahoma State versus Texas in that era, you weren't going to get a lot of notoriety uh, because obviously they were Texas and we weren't. But I think that we did some things with the talent that we had that put us in that category. And again, it's back to the media outlet there, there's just so much more of it now than it was then I think probably if we had the the similar uh, situation there could be more debate but as it is neither Earl nor I had a vote we just ran now here here's my final question um because of the day and and the way uniforms were back then, folks, there are people around, a lot more people around this state and probably around the Southwest that will tell you, well, I, 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 got, I got a piece of Terry Miller. Look at this piece of jersey here because that was back in the days of tearaway jerseys. Did you ever in your mind count how many different jerseys you went through because I mean you're you you were tearing those jerseys were getting torn up every game and multiple times in games and it, it was it was amazing how many times I saw 43 running down the field with a torn jersey <laughs> well you know if I'm not mistaken and I think the Southwest Conference had outlawed the tearaway jersey and we actually used to be the same orange as Texas. And I got Earl Campbell's jersey. Yeah. Basically, they were intended to be for the running backs at Texas. And since it was burnt orange and uh, the Big Eight hadn't, you know, I don't know if they expanded or whatever, somehow we got those, we got the jerseys. And, uh, you know, they might not have been nearly as tear away if it was tucked in. 
<laughs> as it was not tough then, you know, because there was more to grab, I guess. But um, right. I have no idea how many we went through. And um, but that's a good question. Well, I, I know this. When I got up there, they were still wearing them. And uh, I, 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 one day I was, I, I was, I was privy to being her in that, in that jersey, in that training room or that equipment room. And I looked. I'm like, God, if there's a 43. I'm grabbing that. I'm gonna grab a 43 and stuck that in my locker. That's going home. Hey, there I weren't any 43s left, so you'd burn. You'd hey. burn through. You burn through the supply. <laughs> hey, I want that. I want that one back, though. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't find one. There were, there were every number. There was a 42. Uh, there were 43, uh, 44s. There was not a 43 in the, in the stack. So I'm going to guess you, like I said, I think you burned through the supply. Uh, there weren't any left. So. Hey, Robert, it must have well, just been time for me to exit. <laughs> No forty-three. <laughs> well, hey, I must have yeah, had just enough to make I, it through. I got. <laughs> well, that's and that's that's good because uh, Oklahoma State fans were left with uh, with a lot of beautiful visions of you running down the football field, and now uh, you'll be forever enshrined in Atlanta, Georgia, at the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, a great gentleman, great representative of Oklahoma State, and uh, uh, Terry Miller was he he was the uh, he was the great cowboy back before Thurman and and Barry were you know probably a, a star in their mother's eyes. But uh, again, <laughs> congratulations! A lot of us very proud of you, and uh, and uh, couldn't couldn't happen to a more deserving dude. Hey, Robert, I appreciate it. And, hey, I want to give a quick shout-out to this year's Cowboys team, one of the best ever. I believe they should have been playing Monday night. Congratulations, Coach. Yeah, it was – I can tell you this, it was fun. And, uh, you know, as a broadcaster, I've had a lot of fun times in that that game, uh, beating Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. That goes down in my uh, scrapbook as, as, as one of the most fun days I've had at work. So, uh, Terry, I appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Uh, happy birthday, belated, because you just uh, – I found out Terry's exactly five years ahead of me, which makes sense why I would, I would meet him on a recruiting trip. He was heading to the NFL, and I was – I was trying to keep from getting beat up on the practice field. But, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, again, thanks thanks for the time and congratulations. Hey, Robert, thank you, and go Polks. Terry Miller, everybody, Hall of Famer, and uh, uh, that's, that's just outstanding. He and Bob Fenimore, along with uh, Thurman Barry and Leslie O'Neill, are the Cowboy players that are – enshrined or will be he'll be enshrined later this year at the at the college football hall of fame dinner 